Living God and let's celebrate the Lord because God has told you and I want you to just keep typing and say what is in my hands what is in my hands don't underestimate type and say I carry something I carry something I carry something I carry something I carry the blessings of the Lord I carry power I carry anointing. I carry wisdom. Come on, somebody type in. Make a joyful, a joyful noise in your house. Shout for your neighbors to be confused. And tell them, I carry something. I carry something. I know I carry something. I carry something. I, I'm pregnant with something. I know I carry something. I am pregnant with destiny. I carry something. And type, let me just fill the, the chat room with chat and say, hey, I know I carry something. Let the saints know I carry something. I carry something. It's not an ordinary. I carry something. I carry power. I carry anointing. I carry destiny. I carry goals. I carry assignment. I carry something. Hallelujah. And this morning I'm about to stretch forth it in the name of Jesus. Thank the Lord for the blessings of the Lord. Hey, saints, I know this morning is not an ordinary service. Is going to be supernatural service and I'm so happy you've connected and the word of God is about to come. And so, Father, in your hands I commit myself. I pray that may your people not hear a man of God, but please may they hear the God of the man. In the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, amen and amen. Are you ready for the word, saints? Are you sure you are ready for the word? All right, give me a wave if you are ready for the word. Say, Lord. Say, Lord, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me, speak to my situation. Lord, I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. Concerning this situation, all I need is a word, a word, a word from the Lord. Speak through your servant. Let me hear a word, Father. Let me hear a word. Let me hear a word. Let me hear a word in the name of Jesus. If you are ready to hear a word, then let's let's come with me to the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Acts. And God has got a word for you. And God is about to download a word in your spirit. God has got a word for you this morning. Hallelujah. Come with me to the book of Acts if you can. We're going to read from 26 to 28. Book of Acts, verse 17, sorry, chapter 17, verse 26, and we're going to 28. Acts 17, the 26th verse to the 28th verse. Acts 17, 26 to 28. Let's read the word of God. Mm. Praise the Lord. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out the appointed times in history, the appointed time in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Thank you, Lord. For in him, verse 28, verse 28, in him we live and move and have our being, as some of your own powers have said, we are his offspring. For in him we live and move and have our being. Saints, I am speaking to you on a subject that God has put in my heart for you, and the subject is very simple, in him, in him, 
in him. In him. This morning, the heart of my message is very simple. The heart of my message is to let you know that your entire existence as a person or human being, ladies and gentlemen, depends wholly on God. Our entire existence, the meaning of our life, it is all dependent on God. And that's why I want you to know something, that as a child of God, physically, you may have your address, but spiritually, your address is in God. Where you live is in God. So this morning I came to let you know, uh, God is letting you know your address. Your address is in God. In him you live and move and have your being. And this morning is so exciting to know that God is your address. God is your address. Say to yourself, God is my address. In him I live and move and have my being. I want you to know that, yes, we are living in challenging times. We are living in hard times. We are living in, in uh, you know, chaotic time. But I want you to know something, that though we are in this world, you are not of this world. In him, you live, you move, and have your being. In him, we live, we move, and have our being. As a church... We have our statement of faith. Church of Living Water, we have our statement of faith. And the statement of faith is very simple. It goes like this. At Church of Living Water, we believe in the believable God. We depend on the dependable God. We rely on the reliable God. And we trust in the trustworthy God. I will say it again. We believe in the believable God. We depend on the dependable God. We rely on the reliable God. And we trust in the trustworthy God. Why? Because in him, we live, we move, and we have our being. I hope this will register in your spirit for you to know that in him, we live, we move, and have our being. Yes, there is coronavirus, but in him, you live. You move, have your being. Yes, there is data of Delta variant, but in him, you live, you move, have your being. This morning, I came to tell you your address is in God. In him, you move, you live, and you have your being. So he gave us the three things I want to go through. Number one, he said, in him, we live. In him we live. What does that mean? It doesn't matter what is happening right now in our world. Your address is not in the world, uh, but your address is in God. I want you to know that in Jesus we live. What does that mean? What does that mean, saints? Oh, I pray that you'll be getting some notes because I'm about to download some things in your spirit. What does that mean when we say we live in God? Number one. God is our original fountain of life. We live in Jesus. He is our original fountain of life. What does that mean? This is the best expression of your dependence on God. It means if God is your fountain of life, without him, you cannot have life. It means that God, in him you live. He is the reason for your life. He is the reason for your existence. Let's go to Psalm 36 verse 9. 
to establish the point that God is your original fountain of life. God is your fountain of life. God is the fountain of life. Let's look at Psalm 36 verse 9. Psalm 36 verse 9. Let's establish that point. Psalm 36 verse 9. Let's look at that word. He says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. What a word. Psalm 36 verse 9. He says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Oh, what a word. God is the fountain of life. And though the world is full of darkness, he says because God is light, in his light, we see light. In his power, we see power. In his love, we see love. In his presence, we see the tangible presence of the Lord. In him, we live in him we live. He is the fountain of life. And in his light we see light. It means if God is not light, we don't have light. If God is not life, we don't have life. But because God is life, in him is the fountain of your life. It means that you can wake up every morning. Every season and say, my God, I can live and move because I know in him I live. And yes, things may be hard, but he's the fountain of my life. Things may be difficult, but he's the fountain of my life. I may lose a job, but he's the fountain of my life. And in him I see light. Number two, what does that mean when we say we live in God? When we say we live in God, not only that is he a fountain of life, but he is our source of life. <laughs> he is your source of life. The Bible says God is the giver of breath of humanity. He owns everything that we have. The Bible says in the beginning, when God created man, man was empty until God breathed into man and he became a living being. God is our source of life. Let's go to Genesis 2-7. Genesis 2-7. Genesis 2-7. God is your source of life. Genesis 2-7 says, And then the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground. He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. What did he breathe into man? Oh, I wish you could. I, could have got, got, uh, I mean, people, you know. What did he, just type in and say, you know what? What did he breathe into man? He breathed into man the breath of life. The breath of life. And from then, what did man become? And man became a living being. <laughs> My God, I feel like preaching this morning. He says that in the beginning... God formed man. For God formed you. And from the dust of the ground, we were dust. We were nothing. But the moment God breathed into man, Bible says he breathed into man a breath of life. And from that moment, we became a living being. So when we say we live in God, what we are saying is that God is our source of life because he breathed into us the breath of life. And that is why we are living beings. And as soon as God takes his breath, that is why human beings, we are no more. 
the moment God takes his breath from us, we are no more. He is our source of life. So in him we live. I'm just going to jump for the sake of time. Number two, there are other verses that I wanted to give, but for the sake of time, I want to go to the second, ver- uh, the second point. So first point is that in him we live. The second point is what? In him we move. 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 Number one, in him we live. Two, in him we move. Let's go quickly to some verses. Let's go to Psalm 68 verse 35. Psalm 68 verse 35. Let's look at the word of God. Psalm 68 verse 35. This morning I want you to know God is our strength. Both physical, spiritual. God is your strength. In him you move. Let's go to Psalm 68 verse 35. What does the word says? He says, You God are awesome in your sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to the Lord. What does he give us? He gives to his people power and strength. In him we live and we move. Without power, you can't move. Without strength, you cannot move. God gives us the power. God gives us the strength so that in him, we can move. We can move in strength. We can move in power. We can move in strength. We can move in power. Let's go to Isaiah 40, 29 to 31 to establish that point. God, in him we move. Isaiah 40, 29, 31. Oh, I hope you are really following the scripture. I'm just taking my time for you to come with me. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. Let's read the word of God. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. The Bible says, listen to what it says. He, who is he? God. He gives strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. Even youth grow weary and tired and young men stumble and fall but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and they will not faint hallelujah in him we move God says, in me, you move. I will give strength when you are weary. I will increase your power when you are weak. So that in me, you can continuously move. Know that youth who think they are strong, even youth, they will grow tired and they will grow weary. Young men will stumble But those who move in me, in other words, those that wait upon the Lord, the Bible says, as we move in the Lord, God will give us wings like eagle. So when you come against your mountain, God says, remember, it is not the mountains that stop your destiny, but it is who you are. You are an eagle, and eagles love mountains. So you tell the mountain, come on, bring it on. I got to flap my wings, and I will soar on wings like eagle. It is not the mountain that you are facing. It is knowing who you are, that you are an eagle. This morning I came to talk to some eagles. Ah, 
Give me a wave if you are eagle in this house. Give me a wave if I can see you on an eagle. I'm talking to some eagles this morning. I am not talking to chickens. I'm talking to eagles that are about to soar with wings, about to fly above this Delta variant. They're about to soar above coronavirus. They're about to soar above fear. They're about to soar above anxiety and depression. Can I see a wave of hand if I'm talking to some eagles this morning? I am talking to some eagles. I want you to flap your wings this morning. I want you to flap your wings. Can I see some eagles flapping their wings uh, and say, I'm about to soar in the name of Jesus. It says, you will soar on wings like eagle. You will run, but you will not be weary. You will walk, you will not faint. What does that mean? In him I move. In him I move. In him I move. In him I run. In him I walk. In him I saw. In him I increase. In him I got power. In him I got anointing. In him I got what it takes to go through this season of pandemic. Because in him I live. In him I move. Number three. In him we have our being. Remember number one he says in him we live. Number two, in him we move. Number three, in him we have our being. Let's look at the word of God. Oh, if it, let's go to Ecclesiastes 5.19. Ecclesiastes 5.19. In him we have our being. Ecclesiastes 5.19. Let's look at the word of God. Ecclesiastes 5.19. Uh, the reason I'm taking my time is I want you to come with me. I want you to read the word. Look at what is in the word. Ecclesiastes 5.19. Ecclesiastes 5.19. Listen to the word of God. It says, moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift of God. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Life is a gift, ladies and gentlemen. Life is a gift. Life is a gift. If you doubt that, go to a hospital when somebody is on a life support. And they have all the money in this world. And the doctor says to them, I'm sorry. You realize that life is a gift. In him, we have our being. In him, we have this life. Life is a gift. God has given us. He's the reason of our being. When he pulls the life support of our life, we are gone. So Ecclesiastes, Solomon the wisest man that lived, he says, you know what? I've been thinking about something. And when Solomon is speaking, you got to understand the Bible says he was the wisest man. Listen to what he says. When God gives somebody wealth and possession, and then he gives them not the wealth, but the ability to enjoy them. They are two different things. You can have wealth, you can have all that it takes, but with that ability, you cannot enjoy them. That is what the Bible says. It is he who gives us the ability to make wealth. There are people who have all the money. They've got everything, but because of sickness, they cannot enjoy the wealth. 
They don't have the ability. So the Bible says, if God gives someone wealth and possession, and on top of the ability to enjoy them, and to accept their love, and what? Be happy, be happy, and be happy in life. God says, this is the gift of God. In him, we live, we move, and have our being. We are enjoying the gift of life. Yes, there is pandemic, but you are breathing. Yes, there is issues with job issues. You are breathing. You may lose a job as long as you got breath. My God. You may lose money, but as long as you got breath, in him I have my being. Your being is not in your employment. Your being is not in your career. Your being is not in your marriage. Your being is in God. In him I have my being. So you may lose a job. You may have issues. But you can look in the mirror and say, My God, I thank you that in you I have my being. This morning, I want you to thank God for the gift of life. I want to give you a, sec a second. Just thank the Lord for the gift of life. Thank him and say, Father, in you I have my being. In you I have my being. In you I have my being. Thank you for life, Lord. It's a gift. 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 The reason for your life is that God has given you breath and you have a gift of life. Why don't you take a second and thank him for the gift of life. Praise him for the gift of life. Thank him for the gift of life. And stop worrying and thank him for the gift of life. Right now, oh, the people who are on ventilation or people you go to hospital and go to, you know, those walls when the people have only seconds and every minute they are just scared. They say, oh, they're looking at the nurses. They are looking at the doctors and say, can I breathe one more time? Is this going to be my last breath? Is this going to be my last breath? Is it going to be? They're just scared. That is when you know that life is a gift. Life is a gift. Appreciate life. So this morning, in him, we live, we move, and have our being. In him, we live, we move, have our being. In him, we live, move, and have our being. I came to encourage you, somebody. Yes, people are worried about the Delta variant, the coronavirus. As a child of God, I want you to know, in him, you live. You move, you have your being. In him, you live, move, have your being. In him, live, move, have my being. 24 hours, Monday, in him, you live, have your being. Tuesday, in him, you live, have your being. Wednesday, in him, you live, you live and have your being. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, say to yourself, in him, I live, I move, and have my being. The area you live in, do you know it's a hot spot? Tell them, yes, I know it's a hot spot, but in him, I live, move, and have my being.
But you are going to work. You don't know who you're going to come in contact with. You are a frontliner. You are a nurse. Hey, tell them, yes, I know. But in him, I live, move, and have my being. Have you heard the announcement? They say the government may not give no more support to the employers for them to pay us anymore. Here I know I don't care about what the announcement is. He will supply all my needs according to his glorious riches. Why? Because in him I live and move and have my being. Do you know the effects of this vaccination? Do you know what it's going to do? I don't care about what it effects. All I know is that the Bible says, and Paul was bitten by a snake, and yet everybody was waiting for Paul to die. But the Bible says there was no ill effect of the poison of the snake in Paul's system. Why? Because Paul knew in him I live and move and have my being. So the Bible says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were taken into prison. The Bible says they went to, I'm sorry, they were taken into the fire. Why were they taken into the fire? I just want to give you a practical example of this. In, in, in him, I live and have our being. I'm going to just share with you and I'll wrap up. Why were they in the fire? Because King Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, everybody to worship my God. He said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. So, okay, if you're not going to do that, we're going to heat up fire seven times hotter. And you will see who is in charge. Oh, my God. This morning, can you type, God is in charge. God is in charge. Can, can you type for me? God is still in charge. God is still in charge. People who are worried about there is this body sitting somewhere that is about to rule the world. There's these people who, there's Illuminati. There is this. Can you just type for me? God is still in charge. Why am I saying that? Nebuchadnezzar, the Bible said that time, he was the most powerful fear, I mean, person ever on this earth. He was scared. See, you hear Nebuchadnezzar, you panic. And how dare he has issued a decree to worship. How dare you not going to worship? He said, this is what I'm going to do. Heat up the fire seven times water. Put these people in. So the Bible says they went and put them in the fire. To the extent, I want to show you how powerful the fire is. Even the people, the Bible said the people that were putting them in the fire, they got burnt and they died. So here they are in the fire. We're going to read from verse Daniel 3, 24 to 27. Now they've been put in the fire. Let's see what happens. Daniel 3, 24 to 27. In him we live, move, have our pain. Daniel 3, 24 to 27. Now they are in the fire. So Nebuchadnezzar is going to find out what's going to happen to them. I want you to follow this very interestingly. He says, Then Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement. The one who thought he's in charge, the one who thinks he's the boss, and somebody's about to show him he's not the boss. 
leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors. When the three men that we tied up and threw into the fire, they replied, certainly your majesty. He said, look, 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 I see four men walking around in the fire. Unbound and unharmed. And the fourth one, and the fourth one, and the fourth one looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And the satrap, prefects, governors, and the royal advisor crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their hair singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> In him, we live, we move, and have our being. The Bible said, Nebuchadnezzar said, I want to show that I am in charge of this world. Listen, those conspiracy theorists that are talking about who is in charge, who is in charge, who is it? Let me tell you something. For I want you to know as a child of God, they are not in charge. God is still in charge of his world. The devil is not in charge. God is still in charge of the affairs of man. So Nebuchadnezzar thought he was in charge. He says, okay, if you're not going to serve my God, then I want you to go in the fire. Daniel looked at Shadrach. Shadrach looked at Daniel. They looked at Abednego and said, listen to me. This God we serve, he's the God outside of a fire and he's still a God inside of a fire. And in him, we live, we move, have our being. So let's go in the fire with some praise. Let's go with the fire with some thanksgiving. The Bible said they placed them in the fire. And then Nebuchadnezzar, who thought he was in charge, he leaped on his feet to check what is happening to these people. And then he looked at the situation. He called his advisors. He called his leaders and said, come, come here. Am I, am I, am I hallucinating or something? Didn't you guys put three people in this fire? He said, yes, skin, you were here. You saw us. We put three of them in there. He said, but how come I can see a fourth one? How come I can see? Did you guys hit the, is it the same fire? That just burned those people that put them in. He said, it's the same fire. Did you hit it up seven times? Can yes, we did. But how is it that they are walking around in the fire? Hmm. 
<laughs> Why is it that the fire has not burned them? Why has the fire not harmed them? Since, do you know why? Because there was a fourth one. And the fourth one is the one who says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When you go through the fire, I am with you. You go through the waters, I am with you. You go through the rivers, I am with you. The fourth one is the one who is saying, in me, you live, you move, and have your being. His name is Jesus the Christ. The fourth one, it looks like the ghost. So this morning, they placed them in the fire. But the reason why the fire did not harm them, the reason why the fire did not burn them, is because in him, we live, we move, and have our being. How come there is a blazing fire? And they are walking around. They are walking around. Because in him, they live. They move. And they have their being. So all of a sudden, the Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar says, Sadrach, Meshach, Abednego. The servants of the most high. Oh my God. I thought I was in charge. But now there is, a, there is a God. There is a God. There is a God. He says the servant of the most high. I thought I was high. But I didn't know there was a most high. <laughs> I thought I was high. But I did not know there was a most high. I thought I was a seer. But I did not know that I had an overseer. I thought I was a king, but I didn't know there was a king of kings. I thought I was uh, in charge, but I just came to realize there was someone, the fourth one, the fourth one, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the servant of the Most High who is in charge, come out. Oh, I prophesied this morning you are coming out. You are a servant of a most high. We are in pandemic, but you serve a most high. You are a servant of a most high. Yes, there are issues, but you are a servant of the most high. Yes, there might be issues with vaccination, whatever, but you are a servant of the most high. Yes, there is a Delta variant. You are a servant of the most high. I want you to get up and go to work and whatever you do and say, I am a servant of the most high. I serve a high God and he, his name is the most high. Nebuchadnezzar says, I am high. I am above. I didn't know I have somebody who is called the most high. In him, we live and have our being. This morning, I came to tell you the reason why God did not allow the fire to burn them is that. Let's go to Colossians 3. As I wrap up this morning, Colossians 3. Colossians 3. Colossians 3, the last scripture for today. Colossians 3. Colossians 3, 1 to 3, and I want you to see what was happening in the fire. 
in the New Testament perspective, they were in the fire. Are you ready to read the word of God? Colossians 1, uh, 3, 1 to 3 says, Since then, you, as a child of God, have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now. 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 Aura. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Where is your life? Your life is now. As a child of God, your life is hidden now with Christ in God. So before the enemy gets to you, the enemy has to go through Jesus first. Before the enemy gets to God, he has to go through Jesus. Before the enemy gets to me, he has to go to Jesus. Before he gets Jesus, he has to go through God. My life is hidden in Christ Jesus and Christ is hidden in God. <laughs> I remember when we, the twins were pregnant and lay, I mean, when the lady pastor was pregnant with the twins. And lady pastor says, touch, touch the babies. They are moving. They are moving. And I was so scared. I wouldn't touch. I said, what if I break their nose? What if I break something? She goes, do you know how far these kids are? In, you may look at them in my tummy, but they are hidden. You, your, you poking will not touch their nose or touch anything. And that gave me the revelation. I said, oh my God. So my life is hidden. Saints, I just came to download this word in your spirit. That in him you live, you move, and have your being. And the reason you may say but Paul, you may say that but Pastor Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, that is the old testament. I just gave you a new testament contest for you to understand that when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, He placed your life. In Christ Jesus is hidden. And then he hides Jesus in God. Do you know how far you are from the enemy? It means that if God allows anything to touch you, God wants to do something with it. <laughs> oh, I hope you catch the revelation. If God allows any sickness to touch you, God, think about the process. You hidden in Jesus and Jesus is hidden in God. So before something touches you, God wants to do something so that he can glorify himself through that situation. So why are you worried? Why are you scared? Why are you worried about all this going on in the world and this and all that? Listen to me, saints. In him, you live, you move, you have your being. You may go through the fire. But the fire did not harm them. You know, amazingly, they came out and the Bible says they observed them. Number one, 
the fire did not harm their body. Number two, the hair of their head was not singed. Number three, their bodies was intact. Their robes was not scorched. And above all, there was no smell of fire on them. Do you know you can go through something, but it will not impact you in Jesus' name. You will go through this pandemic, but this you will not fall victim to coronavirus. Those of you that baby, because of your work situation, you have to be vaccinated and all that. Like I tell people, I have been vaccinated. Not because, and I don't, I don't, I'm not promoting because I am. That is where my, my reliance is. That's where my, my protection is. What I know is that by requirement for work, I've been vaccinated. And I'm not against, but what I'm saying is that in him, I live and move and have my being. So if there is any effect in that vaccination, let me tell you something. The snake that bit Paul, the Bible says it was a poisonous snake, yet there was no ill effect. Why? Because in him, he lives and moves and have our being. What I'm saying is that let us not go in fear. Whichever way you stand in regards to this vaccination and all that, let us be encouraged. All you got to know is that in him, you live and move and have your being. And if there is any effect of this coronavirus, you will not fall victim to it. If there is any effect of the vaccination, you will not fall victim to it. Why? Because in him, you live and have your being. Lift up your hands. I want to declare something to your life as I conclude for this morning. Father, in him, in you we live, we move and have our being. Father, in you, we live, we move and have our being. I declare this morning upon your life. May God give you a revelation to know that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. In him, you live, you move, and have your being. Since we're going to worship God right now, we're going to go back to worship. I don't know the fire that you find yourself I know that we are in a season of pandemic and then Delta variant and all that saints. God is still in charge. Listen to what Nebuchadnezzar says. The servant of the most high. Most high. It means there is a high and there is a most high. There is, overse- there is a seer and there is overseer. There is a king, but there is a king of kings. There is a lord, but there is a lord of lords. There is a prime minister, but there is a prime minister of prime ministers. His name is the servant of the Most High. We are coming to worship this Most High God. Can I tell you something? In that, you see, when people give up worship and praise in times of pandemic and things like that, because they don't know this, they serve the Most High God. In the fire! Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego was not thinking, what's going to happen to us? No, in the fire, they were in worship. All they were saying, the Father, yes, we are in the fire physically, but spiritually in him, we live and have our being. And the one who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's the fourth one. He was walking around them, but in him, they live, move, have our ITIS, let's go back to worship. Right now, let's worship the God of the Most High. Let's worship him right now. Lift up your hands and let's worship him. Tell him, in him 
I live, move, and have my being.